and welcome back to Tom Sox today. We are here at the beautiful Crutchfield Park. A little cloudy, a little overcast, but should be a great game for some baseball. I'm Eric Fensemaker, joined alongside Brooke Stake. Brooke, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Can't complain. It's the first doubleheader at home this season for the Charlottesville Tom Sox. They will take on the front Royal Cardinals. But before we talk about that game, let's take a look back at some of the action we've seen over the last couple of days. Brooke, the last time we saw the Tom Sox at home, they took on the Stanton Braves. They won 6-2. to two. It wasn't a full nine-inning game, though. It got called in seven innings due to storms. Obviously, a lot of up and downs in this game for the Tom Sox. What were your takeaways from that game? Yeah, well, I feel like the game started off with really high intensity. There was three stolen bases in just the first inning. Mackenzie Pate had the only hit of the first inning, but as we got into the second inning, there were six different Tom Sox players who notched RBIs, which was huge. In the third inning, Ryan Dial catched a man stealing, which was great. And overall, they outhit Stanton 7-1, to so I thought it was a great performance by the Tom Sox before it sadly got ended short. Yeah, and one of the big things going into this game was the battle of the Steels. The Stanton Braves did defeat the Tom Sox there 4-0. to So something to watch out for the Tom Sox, a team known to steal bases just like Stanton. They were not able to get on the board, so we saw how they respond in their next game, and we'll see how they respond over the next upcoming games. But there's a lot of room to grow, a lot of miscues that the Tom Sox can pick up and change. So I think there was a lot of room for them to grow. They did keep Kent Rooklyn, Stanton's best batter, um, with zero hits and three at-bats, so they were really able to limit the damage there. But moving on to the game we saw yesterday, the Harrisonburg Turks at James Madison University. Really great atmosphere there. A lot of fans were in a away game. But the Tom Sox win 8-5 to against the Harrisonburg Turks, took a 4-0 lead, and then they were able to overcome Harrisonburg tying up the game and ultimately win this game 8-5. to Brooke, what were your takeaways from that game? Well, it was a beautiful night and such a beautiful field. I was so happy to be there. But the Tom Sox, they started off kind of slow at first. They had no hits in the first inning. But then as the second inning went on, Ebel, he had a single. And Dial brought in an RBI, which was huge for the Tom Sox to take the lead one nothing. But as we had in or later on in the game, getting into the fourth inning, Williams came in to pitch for the Tom Sox, which was great. Going into the sixth inning, Ebel, he got another hit, got to third, and Dial knocked in another two RBIs to put the Tom Sox up 7-4 to four in the sixth inning. And they played great throughout the rest of the game. It was great to see them come back with those hits that really were huge. And Trace Bright, the other big name from that game, 3.2 innings pitched, six strikeouts. He did have a walk and hit by pitch, but Trace Bright really had some zip on his pitches, really looked good early on. I think if he really cleans up some of that control issues, he should be great. And Ryan Dial, like you mentioned, three RBIs in that game, a couple of really, really solid hits, helped propel them past Harrisonburg, which I believe was their first loss in the season. And that's a huge divisional game against Harrisonburg, a team they'll see eight times this year. Now, Brooke, like we talked about with some of the walks and the hit by pitches, this team kind of shoots themselves in the foot at times with self-inflected daggers, mostly those walks. If they can clean up these you know, errors and these shortcomings, how good can this team really be? Yeah, I think this team could really improve if they obviously clean that up. Obviously, we have a lot of great pitchers on our team right now, so if they clean up those little minor mistakes and those errors, they should be pretty solid. Strikeouts are a huge thing for the Tom Sox this season. They rack them up, but they also rack up those walks, so we'll see if the Tom Sox can really make those changes. They have the speed. They have the talent. It's just a matter of can, can you control it, and can you really make the best out of what you've got? And as we've seen over the last couple of games, the Tom Sox bats are waking up just a little bit earlier in the first game of the season. It took them to the fifth and sixth innings to really come alive. Now we're seeing it turn on and maybe the second inning, maybe even a little bit earlier. Brooke, the bats have been hot. Why do you think they've been doing so well? I think they've been doing well because obviously at practice, you know, they're getting their reps in, their hits, and they're all working together. They're starting to learn each other more. We're getting into, you know, probably the 
sixth, seventh game of the season now. I think they're all getting more comfortable, and I think that, you know, they're really focused on hitting well while they're here this summer. And we've seen a lot of different guys step up. Mackenzie Pate, Alex Urban, Ryan Dial. I think there's a lot of different people who are coming to the plate and really having great success for the Tom Sox. It speaks a lot about your roster when you can have multiple players step up. Some teams in baseball only have that one or two guys that can really get the job done. This team has, on any given night, two to three guys. So I think it's really cool how this team steps up. Now jumping into the game tonight against the Front Royal Cardinals, it is Little League night here at, uh, here at Crutchfield Park. But they'll be taking on the Front Royal Cardinals. Front Royal is 1-5. They lost their last game. It'll be a doubleheader starting at 5 o'clock. The second game will start half an hour after the first game. All-time, Charlottesville leads the series 10-4. The starting pitchers for today's game for the Tom Sox will be Alex Ayala and Jacob Haney. And for the Cardinals, will be Drake Quinn and Ezekiel Gongola. Brooke, it's the first home doubleheader. It should be really exciting. But could this actually be kind of a nervous thing for the Tom Sox? Because... They look really good. They're five and one. They've won four of their last. Uh, they've won all four of their last games. Front Royal, the complete opposite. They're one and five. Have not done well this season. Could this actually be a negative thing for the Tom Sox because they could look past Front Royal and try to look at some of these divisional teams coming up and actually end up hurting themselves and suffer some losses against a much inferior opponent. Well, as of standing right now, the Cardinals, they don't have the most fantastic record, but they are one of the best at hitting the ball. And the Tom Sox can't afford to register walks tonight, definitely. But the Cardinals pitching staff is also one of the worst in the VBL. So hopefully that the Tom Sox can come over past this and hit like they did against Harrisonburg. And I think they should be fine. They should succeed. Now, when you talk about the Cardinals pitching staff, it's near the bottom in runs allowed, hits and walks allowed, as well as hit by pitches in the VBL. So definitely should be an opportunity for this Tom Sox roster to register some great hits, put some runs on the scoreboard. But like you mentioned, the Cardinals can also hit the ball. So if the pitching does struggle a bit and they do allow these walks and these hit by pitches, the Cardinals can definitely rack up some runs and steal a game that they quite frankly should not. Now, the weird thing about this schedule is you don't play the same teams the same amount of times. In the divisions, you're going to see the same opponents pretty much, Covington, Harrisonburg, Stanton, Waynesboro. But you're also going to get these different games like Front Royal, where you're only going to play them one day, doubleheader, not much room for adjustment, just half an hour between, probably a chance to catch your breath, go to the bathroom, and that's about it, honestly. How do you go into preparing for a game like this, knowing it's not a divisional team you'll see very often, and you only have to face them once? Do you make a lot of changes? Do you try to game plan heavily for them? Like, Ultimately, how much does this series today really matter? Well, I think it's good that they already have a doubleheader under their belt this season so far. So going into the two today, they should know what to expect. They should know how to rest in between games. I think they should, you know, keep their changes to a minimum, but they also know, like, how they're feeling in between a doubleheader. So hopefully that they can come out both games strong and fast at first. Now, one of the really cool things about playing here at Crutchfield Park is all the fans that surround us. The bleachers are here. The outfield grass is out there. You see everybody everywhere. Brooke, we went to a home game yesterday. There was definitely a crowd, but it didn't feel like Crutchfield Park. It did not feel like they had the passion that the fans do here. Talk about the home versus the way atmosphere when you were sitting there in the stands. Oh, definitely. I mean, I don't know if I'm biased or not, but just being here, I can see how the fans, they really interact with the players, and the players are always interacting with them. I felt like yesterday at Harrisonburg, you know, it was pretty packed. I was talking to another intern. I said, I wonder if there's as many people here as usually at Crutchfield, but honestly, I can just tell the difference between the atmosphere of our fans, how they're so involved in the game, and how it really helps the players here compared to Harrisonburg. And also, we did have some Tom Sox fans there yesterday, too, that really helped out. So hopefully um, the fans all come out today, and they stay for both games 
Tom Sox fans absolutely love to travel. We did see them at full force yesterday, yesterday in Harrisonburg, but looking ahead to the rest of the schedule after this front Royal day, we're going to start seeing some more common opponents. They have back-to-back -back away games at Stanton and Covington, uh, really getting into the heart of that divisional schedule. It's a very, very long stretch for this Tom Sox team starting yesterday against Harrisonburg. They have 13 games in 11 days. So, no rest for the weary for the Tom Sox. They're going to have to be on their best performances. You'll see a pattern of two away games and then two home games starting on June 25th. And again, a lot of those games will be against divisional opponents. You'll see your first look against the Waynesboro. And on June 16th, Chris Long will be throwing the first pitch. And if you can hear that, that's my internal Eagles fans screaming, knowing that Chris Long will be in the ballpark. But, Brooke, we have a very long stretch against the Tom Sox. It's hot. It's daunting. You're going up against a lot of really great opponents. How do you keep your eyes on the prize and really stay focused in such a very difficult upcoming stretch? Yeah, well, obviously these guys know what it's like to be on long, heavy schedules. You know, they're all college ball players. So hopefully that they just keep focused, they keep hydrated, they keep working hard, and we'll see their success the next couple of days with this really long schedule. Alex Ayala and Jacob Haney tonight get a really good opportunity to really throw in front of the home crowd. Um, Alex Ayala especially kind of bounced back from a maybe a uh, little underperforming uh game last time he was on the road but Brooke we are now a handful of games into this season still have a long way to go but with the ballpark atmosphere with the team stepping up with everything changing what's been your biggest overall takeaway from your experience so far here at Crutchfield Park and just with the Tom Sox in general well I love learning new things every day it's definitely been the most amazing experience I mean we've only been here for a little over a week and I already feel like it's been a month everyone is so welcoming I love the fans I love interacting with the players too they're great and I love seeing how everyone loves being here at Crutchfield every home game and even the support at away game last night really opened up my eyes so it's been a great experience so far this summer I think it's really cool to see all the different people come in I mean you look at the roster top to bottom there's a lot of different schools a lot of moving pieces these guys don't know each other and they're starting to come together, build that camaraderie, kind of get to know each other in the locker room. But like you mentioned, Tom Sox, I might be biased. They have some great fans. We have people who show up an hour and a half, sometimes before games, because they want to get the right seats to watch their ballpark. You have people who are passionately cheering at every single game. And honestly, I didn't see that from Harrisonburg. We got closer to the first pitch. They didn't show up as early. They didn't seem kind of as into it or as, um, just as engaged. Maybe they don't have a great mascot like we do, but they do have a great theme song to kick off their game. So Harrisonburg was a great matchup. Can't wait to play against them a couple more times this season. But the Tom Sox are off to a great start. They're 5-1. and one. Like I mentioned, they're playing the Front Royal Cardinals 1-5. and five. Not a great team so far early on in the VBL, but you cannot count a team out in any given stretch, especially in a doubleheader. The Tom Sox split their last times. So that's where their lone loss came on the season. So we'll be looking forward to hopefully going 2-0 and oh on the day and coming out of today 7-1. and one. Brooke, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you. Now your Charlottesville Tom Sox will be taking on the Front Royal Cardinals tonight at 5 p.m. That's when the first pitch will be. Admission is free all season long thanks to Carter Bank and Trust. The second game will start half an hour after the first. For David Argo, Brooke Stake, and the entire media staff, I'm Eric Fenstermaker. Thanks for watching and hope you see you at the ballpark tonight.